0: Good morning and welcome to week two of our series called summer enjoying the fullness of God man I'm glad you guys are here today I see some new faces and I see some faces that have been on vacation and you look a little bit more sun you got some sun on your face and I'm thankful for you there's newly married couples in here today this week we had two weddings this week at Hope Church come on let's put our hands together for our couples that got married this week Man, I'm super excited about all that God is doing in our church, in the life of you, in life of me, and all of our kids are in here today. And I wanted to say this about our kids being in church today. I'm glad they're in here today. And um, our nurseries will open up soon, and um, I'll be glad. But our kids, have, for three weeks, our kids have been in here and hanging out with us, and they've done such an incredible job. And so, and they're all so adorable. They all dress so well. They dress better than their parents. The kids at this church dress better than their parents. Hey, um, we're glad you're here today. Hey, last week we started a brand new conversation last week um, called Summer, enjoying the fullness, enjoying the fullness of God. And we just believe that God wants us to enjoy all that he has for our lives. And we've been looking at a passage of scripture in Ephesians chapter three, and the Bible says in Ephesians chapter three, verse 19, may you experience the love of Christ. And we want you to experience the love of Christ. But it doesn't just stop there, I'm so thankful for that. Bible says this, though it is too great to understand fully you can't understand fully the, the goodness and the, and, the, and the greatness of God like we just sang about. You can't really fully grasp that, but hey, good luck trying. And I'm going to help you try over the next few weeks. And hopefully over, over the next journey of your life, you'll be trying to experience the fullness of God. Because God wants you to experience all that he has, all that he has for you, all that he has for you. But when you can begin to start to fully understand it, and when you keep on trying to understand is, then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life. And the power that comes from God and we want you to experience the complete goodness of God and the complete fullness of God. John chapter 10, 10 says that God's come to give you an abundant life. He's come to give you a full life. God wants you to have a full life. And here's what I know about you. You want to have a full life. You want to have an abundant life. You don't want just mediocre. You want, you want more. I had coffee with a friend of mine this week at the, at the French cafe and we literally sat, we literally sat six feet, six feet away from each other. He's like, I'm being extra precautious. I'm like, all right, do you, boo? You know, and so we're six feet away. And he said, man, I what I do I say, what I I love about your church. I'm like, yeah, what do you love about our church? Because you come here too now. He said, I love that it's just pretty simple. Like you, we have this creator, God. You tell everyone God created us, and then after that, you tell everyone, hey, God loves you, He has a plan for your life, and and then you you get this book right here. If you take this book and you apply it to your life, and I love how you tell people that it is so awesome to me. It's pretty simple. Like, you can't really come to this church and get confused, like, hey, God created you, he died on the cross for your sins. You have a better life, a different life, a changed life. You can have heaven with Jesus. And then if you take this book and you apply it to your life, your life will look different. I said, man, you preach it better than I do. (laughs) He said, "Man, that's what I like. I like it. it." But God wants you to have a full, a full life. And he tells that in Ephesians chapter 3. Week one last week, we looked at the destination. We asked the question last week was this, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And the answer that we got is that we were going to get there The Bible says this, our final destination, or last week our point was this, our final destination is the fullness of God. So we will fully get there when we get to heaven, but we can continue taking steps in the right direction while we're here on this earth. Every single day of your life... You can experience the fullness of God. I had breakfast with a couple of our guys this week on Monday. I was in a small group and we kind of broke out of quarantine this week and just said, man, we got to get together. We miss each other. And we just had breakfast together and we just kind of talked through life. And I thought, man, when we were talking, we were talking about God and what he's doing in our lives. And I thought, man, every time I talk to people who know God, then I feel like more and more I'm experiencing the fullness of God. I woke up to a text message from another friend. They've been fasting for 21 days. And they're like, hey, man, God, showed me some things I want to share with you. Well, that makes me full because They are talking about God and God's word and God's plan for life. And so God, God things make me, God things make me full. So our destination is, our final destination is the fullness of God. Last week was the destination. Today, I want to talk to you today about the driver, about the driver. And um, I had two stories to tell you. I was hoping my mom wasn't here, but she's here. And so now that she's here, she can validate the story. But I want to ask the question today that I want to ask you is, can I drive? Can I drive? My youngest sister's here today. I don't know how old she is now, but to me, she's still four, you know what I'm saying? That's just how I remember her, so she's four. And so she had a, she had a, a babysitter when my, my mom, we were growing up and her name was Nana. And Nana um, wanted me to get in the car with Nana and she wanted me to drive with her from Orlando, Florida, all the way to Texas. And I, I, I had just got my permit. And I was like, she's inviting me because she needs help driving. And Nana probably, I was just getting my license and Nana's at the age where she probably should be getting her license taken away from her. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I don't know what age that is, but Nana was not that age. She was old and and the worst part about that ride is that that Nana, she smoked. And it got worse. Not only did she smoke, she was a left-handed smoker. The car was manual. Nana asked her cigarettes in the car. She didn't care. Like, that's not safe. You can't do that today. That's probably child neglect. Like, I didn't, we didn't have, back then there was no child neglect. You could just do whatever you want to your kids. It's awesome. I think we got to bring that back. But she would just ash the cigarettes right in there. And uh, Diana, this is why I don't, I, I, I like it now, but I, I've hated Waffle House for a long time. The reason why I hated Waffle House is because the whole entire way to Texas, all we stopped to eat ate was Waffle Houses. And back then, you could smoke in Waffle Houses. Well, I was in the car, and I thought to myself, maybe Nana brought me here because that's a long ride, and maybe she needs me to drive. So I was like, hey, Nana. As I'm like trying to move through the smoke so I could see her right next to me. I was like, hey, can I drive? And she's like, you have your permit? I said, yes, ma'am. I was only 15. And she's like, yeah. She's like, no, you can't drive. <laughs> she's like, no, you're not driving. Then we got to the hotel the, for the first, I don't know how many nights it took, It was a while ago. But we stopped at the hotel. And man, Nana Nana snored and she smoked cigarettes. And it was just miserable. It was miserable. But I was like, yo, you brought me here. Can I, can I drive? And so I, I realized that she wasn't going to let me drive. And so the very next year, my mom puts us all in the car. And we rent this Dodge Durango. And my mom's from Ohio. Ohio, Kentucky. Her family's in Ohio, Kentucky. They live right on the right on the right on the river there, the Ohio River, Ohio, Kentucky. We'd go back and forth. So we'd drive up there. And I thought to myself, my mom's gonna let me drive on this trip. So I leaned into my mom and I said, Hey, mom, you think I could can I drive? And she's like, she looked at me. When you have six kids, like my, here's what my mom thought. I'm not gonna let you kill everybody. <laughs> if it's just me and you, it's fine, but not everybody. She's like, no, you're not driving. So I did this thing that I, that I thought, I'm going to pay my mom back because that's what you do to your mom. You let them know who's boss. You know what I'm saying? That's just kind of how the deal. Like, are you hot? I was like, nope. I'm fine, mom. And it lit her butt up. I didn't put on the first one. If you have seat warmers, I'll put it on the, you know, there's like the one, two, and the three. It lit her little bottom up. I'm, I'm so thankful because my whole life she's been lighting my bottom up. You know what I'm saying? So she's like, no, you can't drive. You're not. You're not going to drive. And here's what I want to tell you today. I'm t- using that story to tell you this. Is that if you're going to get all that God has for you, you're going to need the Holy Spirit's help. You need a driver. You need a, you, you need a driver. And his name, is the, his name is the Holy Spirit. You need a driver. The Holy Spirit will drive you to the fullness of God. The Holy Spirit will drive you to the fullness of God. You're not going to get there on your own. Like as good as you are and as smart as you are and as fast and strong, all the things that you are, your mind is really good. We, you're just not going to get there. You're not going to get there without without the Holy Spirit's help. Though I wrote in this, you, you, you can take this note down also, but the Holy Spirit will take you places that you can't take yourself. You, you, you can go, wanna go a lot of places, but the Holy Spirit can take you places that you could never, that you could never imagine. If you're looking for happiness, I know a person that can take you there, his name is, his name is Jesus. It ain't me, my wife's looking for happiness, she, didn't, she married me, she can let you know that marriage will not make you happy. Like if you're in here today and you're singing, like no, if I can be married, I'll be happy. Like that's, don't get married. <laughs> if you're looking for happiness. Because no one can make you, no one can make you happy. The only person that can, if you're looking for if you're looking for a piece, you know, you're, it's not your spouse. Justin's laughing. I know it's true in their marriage because I played softball with Justin. So I know how, I know how that, I know. Like if you're looking for a piece from somebody, like it's not going to, they can't fill you. I was talking with a couple the other day. They, they, they've only been married for six years. and I thought to myself, man, I wonder, wonder how much you've learned in six years. I've learned a lot in, in 15 years. But you learned a lot in those first six years. Those are some trying times, you know what I'm saying? Like, Abel and Nicole are about to get married. I'm doing their pre-marriage coaching. They still want to get married, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if you're looking for something, there's a lot of things that we look for that only the Holy Spirit can take you to get to those things. Peace, patience. You're looking for patience. I, I know I am. I'm about to get on, I'm about to go on a, on a vacation with my kids for three or four days. I'm going to be looking for patience. The Holy Spirit will take me to a place that I can't find myself. There's a lot of places. And so I want to look at a scripture. I want to look in the scripture today. You remember the whole thing, you know, God's in control of the universe, and you die on the cross for your sins, and... And then, you know, and, and he wants your life to be, di- be different. This book helps you different. That's, that's what I talked about at the very beginning. So every time we get together, I'm going to open up this book. Acts chapter 1. We spent a lot of time in Acts chapter 1, uh, week 1 and week 2 of coming back out of quarantine. We looked at the second half of Acts chapter 1. But I want to look at the first part of Acts chapter 1. Because I saw something in there this week that I thought or in my life, I think that maybe will be helpful for you. In my first book, um, Luke wrote this, Dr. Luke. Luke also wrote the book of Luke, but also he writes the book of Acts. And he says, in my first, in my first, first book, I told you this, Theophilus, about everything Jesus began to do and teach. And that's why we need to read this book. Because if we're going to be like Jesus, we're going to have to read these red letters. And if we read these red letters, if you read this book, I say this all the time, if you get in this book, this book will get in you. And so he says here, in my first book, I gave you... This, these cues, this cue, that cue, this cue. And he says here a little bit further, he goes, until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving his chosen apostles further instructions to the Holy Spirit. He goes, hey, I've given you guys a lot of instruction. I've told you guys some things, but the Holy Spirit, he's gonna leave. And he says here in that story, he goes, he gave us further instructions before he was taken up and he gave us the Holy Spirit. When Jesus went to heaven, he left back the Holy Spirit. We'll read about that in just a moment. Verse three says this. During the 40 days after his crucifixion, he appeared to the apostles from the time to time, and he proved them in many ways that, that he was actually alive. And he talked to them about the kingdom of God. So Jesus gets off the cross, and for 40 days, he's walking around. He's showing himself to the apostles and to the other people. Over 500 eyewitnesses saw Jesus after the crucifixion. After the resurrection from the tomb, over 500 people, because that's we base all of our whole... We base our whole faith on this crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus. And over 500 people told us about it. And now you and I, we believe it today because people, the eyewitness accounts, we believe the eyewitness accounts. And Jesus says, I'm going to send you something better. He goes on a little bit further to say this, verse 4. Once he was eating with them, he commanded them, do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you a driver. Doesn't say that, but that's where we're going. Do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you an Uber. No, he didn't say that. He says, do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised you, this gift, as I told you before. John baptized with water, but in just a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So Jesus is with the disciples. He's telling the guys, Luke's telling the guys, hey guys, he's he's giving this account of Jesus about to leave the earth. And he goes, hey guys, I'm going to leave. But don't you guys leave until the Holy Spirit shows up. Like, don't leave. You know, when you book an Uber, it says, meet at the destination. Like, he says here, I want you guys to stay here. Do not leave until the Holy Spirit, until the Holy Spirit shows up. I love that verse underlined, do not leave. I wrote down in my Bible, obedience. You're never going to get all that God has for you until you master obedience. I'm not ever going to get the full benefits from my mother my father until I become obedient to them. They're not going to give me more freedom unless I'm obedient. obedience is a, obedient is a very important thing. It's all throughout Scripture. Obedience is all throughout it. My parents used to always tell me, um, honor your mother and your father so your days will be longer. I thought that, I didn't know that was, I didn't know it was Bible verse. I just thought that's what they told me. It made sense. Book of Proverbs tells us that. So let's keep on reading. He says, um, something Jesus says in this, this is pretty cool in my notes. Right there, something better is coming. Jesus, goes, I'm giving you a gift. Like a gift's always good. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. I don't have a birthday month. My birthday is in this month. I was making fun of somebody like, "Oh, my birthday month." I'm like, "You don't get a whole month. You're born on one day." Like, if anybody gets a birthday month in July, it should be my mom for carrying me. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we we don't need a birthday month. I know I'm offending some of you guys. You you were born on a day. Like, if anything, you should get like a birth minute and a half, or however long you were in labor for. Like, maybe you should get that much time. But you don't get a full. You don't get six weeks. You know, (laughs) you don't get maternity leave for being your birthday. Like. Anyways, that's just a pet peeve of mine. Verse 6. I told my friend the other day, I said, I make fun of people like you. But at least I do it to your face. Verse 6. So when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? We'll get into that another time. But they're like, dude, we don't, we're we're still confused. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ever take an open book test and still be confused? That's where they're at. Like, Jesus, we know that you're like, the whole, the whole 40 days and the, the ascension thing, we know all that's coming, but like, Are you gonna change Israel yet? Like, are you bringing the new kingdom down yet? And they're like, they're just like, man, I'm not 100% sure about all that's going on. Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? Verse seven, he replied, the Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times, and they are not for you to know. No one knows the day nor the hour. Verse eight, this is is the verse that I want you to kind of key in on today. It's a powerful verse. Um, It's a familiar verse in church in America today. Verse eight, but you will receive power... When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. I want to focus on that first part today. Verse 8 says this. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit shows up. You will receive power... When the Holy Spirit shows up. If you read to the book of Acts, it's a great story. It's about the Holy Spirit. And you can read, it's, it's, a, it's an incredible account of, of the Holy Spirit. show up. But a lot of times in the scripture, Holy Spirit would show up. And then something incredible would happen. The Holy Spirit would show up. And then something incredible would happen. But here's what, the, here's what happened in church in America today. We focus on the something that happened. Instead we should be focusing on the, the Holy Spirit. You follow me? Like there's, the, the, there's, I was talking to a friend of mine, he grew up at a, in a charismatic movement. He's like, the movement I grew up in, and if you didn't speak in tongues, then you weren't that good of a Christian. And, and those are the kind of people I'm talking about. Like we've taken the scripture and, and we look at these things and like we look at the outcome, 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 outcome. And it's not about the outcome. As I read the scripture, it's about Jesus showing up, the Holy Spirit showing up, and people going out and giving an account of what happened. But people get so asphyxiated and so locked in on, oh, look, at happened, look, at happened, look, at happen, And Jesus say, no, the, I didn't come down the cross for your sins, so you can say, look, at happened. I came down the cross for your sins, so you can say, look at me, look what I've done in your life. We get so many people that get stuck on these things. Look at me, look at me. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 9 says, you're saved by grace through faith, not of works. The Apostle Paul says, man, we have all these things that we're doing. And, we're, and we have all these gifts, and all these gifts are awesome. But it's not about the gifts, it's about the giver of the gifts. And then he says in 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, he says, hey guys, if you could do all these things, 14, if you do all these things, but you don't have love, then you don't have nothing. You're just a clangy symbol. It's not about the things. It's not about the things. It's about the person. It's about the Holy Spirit. It's all about the Holy Spirit. You and I, we need a, we need a driver. We need a driver. I wrote down this, you'll never get where you're supposed to go, without the Holy Spirit. You won't get there. You won't get there. I'm I'm never gonna be the husband I should be without the Holy Spirit. I need him desperately. You and I, we need him. You need him desperately, so I brought a a prop today. Fancy seeing you here. I love this passage of scripture because it reminds me a lot of this tandem bike that I was supposed to return yesterday. And I have no idea what they're going to say when I return it today. What's the worst thing that could happen? You know what I'm saying? I thought about bringing a training wheel. I thought about bringing a little bike. you know, my mind. Like I have to, I have to process through all this. Online, by the way, thanks for watching with us today. And it's better in this house. But we're glad you're watching from wherever you're at. No judgment. I thought about bringing like some training wheels. Like, yo, Jesus is the training wheels. You need some holy, Jesus is not your training wheels. It's not the training world. And then I thought about bringing one of those, uh, I thought about bringing one of those bicycles with the trailer in it and like, just like pedaling that and coming to the back and, you know, putting someone in the, in the trailer thing and, but Jesus doesn't want to drag your butt around the whole, dark. Jesus ain't trying to drag your butt around the rest of your life. If you wanted to do that, then He wouldn't have sent the Holy Spirit. But He sent the Holy Spirit because you need a driver. He brought the Holy Spirit. He's the driver. I love this passage of scripture. He says this to the guys, hey guys, do not go anywhere until I show up. Why don't you just stay until the Holy Spirit shows up? And what I want to encourage you today is that why don't you just, if you want to experience the fullness of God, why don't you just let the Holy Spirit take you there? And if you get antsy, Just wait a little bit longer. He always shows up, never late, always on time. Have you ever been on an Uber? Have you ever scheduled an Uber and they canceled you? (laughs) Talk about rejection. (laughs) I haven't been rejected like that since 13, you know what I'm saying? When I asked that girl and she said, no, like that's rejection. (laughs) Isn't it funny how when we're young, what we think is rejection, we get older, we realize that was so silly. The Holy Spirit. And then going a little bit further, this pastor's scripture, he says, hey guys, um, when the Holy, he says, but when the Holy Spirit gets here, when the Holy Spirit gets here, then, then he will drive you. The Holy Spirit will drive you. He wants, to, he wants to drive you, my friends. Will you wait long enough to let him show up and, and take you? Like, he'll take you where you wanna go. He'll take you where you, man, I just, I just really want that thing. Like if you just would wait, and God's got something better than the thing that you want. And what will happen along the way is, he will change you, and you'll realize that thing that I really wanted, it wasn't going to fill me. And instead, God's going to trade that thing for the fullness of God. Man, God's so much better than what the world has to offer. The fullness of God, it's, it's we can we're gonna go forward, next week we're gonna talk about detours, and man, we're so good at detours. Like, we'll, like, next week, like, we'll all get, like, a PhD next week. Like, we're really good at detours. We take them every day. The good news about the detours is we're at Grace Church. The detours aren't dead ends. That's the beautiful thing. They just take you a longer route. Can I encourage you today? Let's just get on and let the Holy Spirit drive us. Life is better with God than it is alone. Life is better with God than it is with the wrong squad and the wrong group of people. Life is better that way. I want to invite you to bow your head and close your eyes. I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful you came today. I'm thankful you listened. I'm, I'm so thankful that you took the, so thankful that you took the ride with us today. But what I need you to know today, for some of you guys in your day, you're living life and you're powerless. And the reason why you're powerless is because you don't have the Holy Spirit. And it's not, it's not, it's, it's not if the Holy Spirit's gonna show up, it's if you're, are you gonna sit still long enough and allow him to come and let him drive? I know one thing, I'm, I, I get so tired of trying to drive my life and giving direction to my own life. And I just realize I'm just better. I do better when I'm just letting God drive. Hey church, let's let God drive. If you're here today, you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you don't have the Holy Spirit. The only way to have the Holy Spirit is to have a relationship with Jesus. And once you trust Christ as your Savior, the Holy Spirit shows up and if you get out of the way, He will begin to drive your life in a better direction. Less effort. God will maximize all of your, all the things that you're trying to do and He'll come alongside you and take you to a better place. Give you a better, give you the life that you never thought you could have. It's not a person apart from the Holy Spirit and Jesus, that's it. It's no earthly person. So if you're here today, or if you're watching today online, you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I wanna invite you right now where you're at. Why don't you invite him to be your savior? The Bible tells us in Romans chapter three, verse 23, that we're all sinners, we've all missed the mark, every single one of us. We're all guilty as charged. Because we've sinned, the Bible tells that there's a punishment for our sin. There's a wage, Romans chapter six, verse 23. There's a penalty for our sin. And that penalty is death. That penalty is separation from God. That's bad news. But the good news is it doesn't end there. The good news is in Romans chapter 5 verse 8, the Bible says that even though you were sinner, God commended or God gave his life to you. He gave his love for you. John chapter 3 verse 16 says that he gave his life for you. He got on the cross and took all your sin and all your shame. And he didn't just die for you, but he actually died as you. Man, he did so much for you. Then he goes on a little bit further in the book of Romans and says, hey, if if you will give your life to me, if you will confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart, then you can be changed, you can be saved forever. And then when you're saved, the Holy Spirit will come into your life and he will give you and he'll help you go in the right path, give you the right direction. He'll get you to the destination, which is the fullness of God. He'll be with you to the ends of the earth. He'll get you all the way to heaven. He'll be with you forever. So if you're here today in the building or online today, And you say, Man, Wes, that sounds amazing. I want that. That sounds really good. Right where you're at, would you just ask Jesus to save you? I'll help you pray the prayer today. I hope you ask Jesus to be your Savior. I hope you start that relationship with Jesus right now. Would you say this Dear Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner, I know that I missed the mark, I know there's a penalty for my sin. But today, Jesus, I'm trusting you. Please save me, please change me, forgive me of all my sins. Make me new today, God. I wanna be filled by the Holy Spirit. I wanna go where you want me to go. I wanna do what you want me to do. Change me, God, save me. Give me the life that you intended for me to live. And just say, Jesus, thank you for saving me. I needed that. Jesus, thank you for saving me. If you're in the building today, your heads are bowed, your eyes are closed, I wonder if you'd be bold today, if anyone would say, you know, I prayed that prayer for the very first time today. And you just shoot your hand up real quick. I prayed that prayer for the very first time today in the building. If you're online today and you prayed that prayer for the very first time, we're super excited for you. The online host is gonna tell you how you can how you can get more information about following christ i wonder if you're in the building today you're watching online how many of you would say you know what west i'm just not i'm not living my life led by the holy spirit as much as i as i should be but i, I want that i mean i'm just not i'm not being i mean like, i i believe i believe the holy spirit exists but i'm not living a holy spirit led life if that's you today in the building or, or online today would you take a moment and say god i want to live according to the holy spirit I want, I want you to lead me, God, Holy Spirit. I want you to lead me. Just ask him today. I think sometimes we, we, the Holy Spirit's not moving our lives because we got, we'll talk about that next week, but we're just not really, we're not really allowing him to. We're just, we're just doing things on our own and going in our own direction and doing what we want and do what makes us feel good instead of doing what the Holy Spirit wants us to do. So can we take a moment right now where we're at and just, just ask him just to fill you up if you're a little bit empty, say a little bit deplete, say, Holy Spirit, I just need you to, I'm going, I'm on the wrong direction, Holy Spirit, would you just redirect me? He, he wants, he's good at redirecting. Would you just ask him where you're at just to, to fill you up, to give you direction and, and ask him to help you, to allow you to sit in the back seat and allow him to drive. Would you just ask him that, say you where you're at? love you. Lord, we need the Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us. If we don't have that, we're in trouble. We don't have the power. That is the power. The power comes from the Holy Spirit. Your word tells us in Ephesians chapter 3, a little bit later in that verse, it says that, that the same power that rose Christ from death, it lives in, in us. Lord, help us to live power-filled, Spirit-led lives because you came and gave us that. You left back the Holy Spirit for us while we're on this earth we need it we need you lord we need the holy spirit in our lives we cannot do this without it without you, holy spirit lord we love you we thank you in name we pray amen let me direct your attention to the screens
1: hey thanks so much for spending your sunday morning with us if you're new with us today don't forget to fill out our online connect You can go to our website at hopewintergarden.com and click on the I'm new tab. Take a minute to fill that out and then on your way out, stop by the info bar tent and we'd love to put a small gift in your hand. Just a small token of our appreciation for you being here. At Hope Church, one of our core values is that we are generous. If this is your first time with us, please don't feel any obligation to give whatsoever. We're just so glad you're here. If you did come prepared to give today, there are a few different ways that you can do that. You can give online at hopewintergarden.com, or you can text an amount to 84321. You can also drop your gift off with one of our ushers located in the back of the auditorium. Thank you for your generosity. It is truly making a difference in our community and around the world. We want to make sure you are up to date on all that is happening here at Hope Church for you and your family. Check out this week's Hope Happening. freedom can be found in community and we are excited to be offering family dinner groups for the month of July. These are one-time dinner hangouts for you to get to know some of the Hope family a little better. Groups are filling up fast so make sure you check them out today and sign up for the one that is best for you. Visit our website at hopewintergarden.com and click on the groups tab. You'll find all the info you need there. Next Sunday night, July 19th, we would like to invite all the parents of our 6th through 12th graders to join us for a parent Zoom night as we navigate what the upcoming season looks like with our Hope students. Please register online so we know you're coming and your registration enters you in the drawing for some free stuff. So we'll see you next Sunday night, July 19th at 9 p.m. What's up, Hope kids? Summer's not over yet and we've got some fun things planned for this month. We are offering free family camp kits for all of our Hope Kids families. These are designed for four year olds through fifth grade. It will be filled with activities for a whole week and some fun treats for every kid in the family. Simply register for your free kit through our website and pick it up next Sunday. Then on July 22nd, we are having an epic superhero Zoom event. So get those capes and superpowers ready because the best costume wins a prize. We will have a dance party, games and prizes for everyone who shows up. You don't wanna miss it. Register today at hopewintergarden.com events and go ahead and invite your friends. We'll see you there. Make sure to stay connected with us throughout the week online at hopewintergarden.com and on Facebook and Instagram at hopewintergarden. We have enjoyed being with you today. At this time, we're about to dismiss So go ahead and get those masks ready. We believe the best is yet to come. And our hope is that you feel God's love stronger today than ever before. Thanks again for being with us, and we will see you next week.